everyone. This is Barbara Ann Guiney. How is everyone now today on June 2nd, 2021? I am so sorry it's taken me so long to get back to you. I really, my intention was every two weeks, but somehow it hasn't worked out to that. But that's okay. Busy sorting things out. I trust all is in divine order and that it is time now to do a podcast. And I think it is time with all that's going on in the world right now, it seems to be darkness versus light. And I really want to be able to help people guide themselves through these next, I don't know, few years, decade. It just seems like there's so much going on globally. If you look around the world, so much is going on. Of course, I don't need to mention COVID. Um, That's hopefully uh, waning. And as in 1918, the Spanish flu lasted about two years, and it seems like that's what's going on here. Places are opening up. I don't know. Um, We're very fortunate here in New Zealand. We didn't have much of a lockdown, and we've been very blessed with being island uh, country and uh, leadership that stopped the influx of COVID coming in. So we are having our own struggles in New Zealand as every single country is, but I don't wanna get into politics. I just wanna talk about you. How are you gonna handle the future? To me, what has seen me through a lot in the last 25, oh, there goes my phone, sorry. Didn't know that would buzz while I'm talking to you. Anyway, it seems to be buzzing all the time, which is what keeps me very, very busy. Anyway, What's helped me for the last 27 years? Oh my goodness. Anyway, since 1994, when Dr. Deepak Chopra put out the lovely book, The Seven Spiritual Laws of Success, every time I'm in doubt or wondering, what do I do? I want to be reminded of who I really am. What is the most important thing? What what do I need to focus on? not lose my grip on my own reality and what's best for me and my soul. And whatever is best for me is best for everyone around me. And it's the same for you. If you're taking care of yourself, then everyone around you has the opportunity to take care of themselves because you're an inspiration, you're a light. Um, But if they choose not to, that is nothing on you. Everyone has free will. And so the seven spiritual laws of success has guided me all these years. I was very fortunate. It's actually how I met Deepak um, in the early 90s. I had a natural health resource center in New Hampshire during those years. And um, I found Deepak through the seven laws. I had written, I read the book he had written before the seven laws, which was called Creating Affluence. Fell in love with that book. And then he came out with the seven laws, which simplified the message even more. I love it. I love simplification. I love clarity. And that to me is what the seven spiritual laws of success did for me. And I hope for, and I think for most people. So I was, I contacted Deepak. I actually asked him if I could teach that the seven laws. And he was so impressed with the fact that I asked if um, I could teach it because oftentimes people take other people's work, their creative work, and uh, take it on themselves and just start teaching it, changing it, whatever they want. And I find that rude because your creative work is who you are. It's like I've created um, um, some different spiritual things, soul energy clearing. I created that based on my trainings in various places, but nothing 
like what I was trained in, just spirit gave me direction as to what was needed at the time. I've just ended up having a review class last week that, um, and I'm going to continue to do it because not everybody could make the class due to weather and all sorts of things, which of course you can imagine. I am going to do it on Zoom though, so that I could reach more people. But anyway, um, there goes my phone again. Sorry, this is why I don't get to do these podcasts as often as I want. Anyway, um, yeah, so I don't like, to, I don't think it's fair to take other people's work and put your name on it and teach it the way you want or even change it and still use their um, their information. So Deepak was so impressed that I asked that he asked uh, to meet me. He was going to be in Atlanta giving a seminar and um, I can't remember the timing it was a week later, two weeks later, whatever. So I flew down to meet him. Of course, I brought my book so that he would autograph it, of course. And then at the back, he wrote the publisher's phone number. Janet Mills was the publisher for that book. And he said to talk with her and get whatever I needed from her to, to teach it. So that was 1994, and I've been teaching it ever since. I love it. It is like my um, my direction when I'm losing direction. Every time I open up the book and I read a passage, I got my answer. And um, we all have those places to go to. For me, this book is mine. So I started teaching it, and I love teaching it. Every time I teach it, I learn something more than I did before because I've changed since the last time I taught it. That's why I love something that's fluid, that goes with the changes, but the basics in it, the basic spiritual beliefs and basic spiritual laws still hold true for every single situation that I've come across. I've yet to find a situation that my questions weren't answered by rereading the seven spiritual laws or just opening to a page. So that's why my heart is in teaching the seven laws. And like I said, I've been doing it for, wow, so many years, <laughs> 27 years. Is it really that long? Holy Christmas. Anyway, that's what I'm going to be doing again. I was going to do it this past month, but then things got in the way again. And winter's here. Things are quieting down, I hope. And where we can go a little bit more inward than outward. I think that's what the cold weather is for, for us to stay home with a good cuppa and um, good music and read and curl up with our animals or our blankets or whatever. I have a blanket from Nepal. It's made out of yak. And I curl up with that. And it brings me back um, memories of my lovely time in Nepal with my kids there and the people I know and love up in Kathmandu. Nonetheless, so I wanted to talk about that today, just to remind people, find whatever it is that gives you that inspiration, that reminds you who you are and how to address whatever you're facing. We all face um, a lot of challenges, particularly lately. And so I think it's all the more that we need to go within. Whatever book you find or music or place to go to the beach. I went to the beach the other day. It felt so good to be back. I, I love the water. I've always lived near water. If some people go to the woods or to the mountains, I also love the mountains. Anything in nature. I live amongst beautiful birds and, and animals and trees and flowers. And so I love that. Nature brings me back to what, you know, is really to me the most important thing. Um, and looking at the sky, I don't know how many of you saw the total eclipse. I went out cold, bundled up, but I saw 
what I saw was amazing because it, here in uh, Tapuna, New Zealand, um, outside of Toranga, um, we had dark skies. We usually do. But with the moon not shining so bright that day, but still, still a very clear sky, I saw the Milky Way. I saw more stars than I usually see out here in the country. It was beautiful. So anything that inspires you, please do that, um, whatever it is. Try to do it on a daily basis. That's why I say meditate, because meditate is the answer to prayer. You know, you ask, help, help. How do I get out of this? What do I need to do? I'm upset. How do I calm down? Where's my direction? Um, and then you have to sit and listen. Because if your mind is going constantly, 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 the same thing, and like, where's a path? You don't have that room to listen because the mind is going nonstop. You need to take that opportunity to sit and listen. We all do that at, at you know, different times, but we need to have a regular schedule of that. Anyway, so whatever it is um, reminding people, please do it and do it on a daily basis. You breathe every day. Make sure you breathe in who you really are every day. That's really important. Take that time. You deserve it. It's like, you know, when you get on an airplane, well, now people are starting to get on an airplane all over the world again. You know, you're told to put the oxygen mask on you first before you can help others. Many of us, particularly women, no offense, men, but many of us, we're, we women are nurturers by nature. And we tend to take care of everyone else but ourselves first. You cannot help other people unless you have yourself to give. So you need to put the oxygen mask on you first before you go to help others. So with that, I just want to, um, we only have a, a few minutes left. I just want to bring up about the seven laws, okay? And this is what I put out to people, that you can create more abundance because you're going to unlock the fears that block you by reading those laws, applying those laws. So here's what I usually say to people. Your thoughts create your reality and you get what you think about whether you want it or not. So pay attention to what your thoughts are. That's why I say meditate and listen. Everything that comes into your life, you are attracting to you by the images you're holding in your mind or your inner beliefs. The problem is not that most people think about what they don't. The problem is that most people think about what they don't want to think, what they don't want, and rather than what they do want. And that's how you manifest. You have to manifest by thinking positive thoughts. That's part of, um, I mentioned before about the, um, the health, healthy wheel, the wheel of life that I uh, cognize and is on the front of my first book, Natural Options. So you need to, um, pay attention to what your thoughts are. But if you have questions, like I said, I'm just going to give you a brief um, overview of the law of pure potentiality, which is your first law. Some people start practicing the laws. There are seven. So for seven days, you can start on a Sunday. You can start any day you want, or just some people do it for a week. They'll practice that law for a week until it becomes second nature to them, sometimes a month or two weeks, whatever, whatever you choose that works for you. That is what you need to do. So the first law, the law of pure potentiality, that is talking about accept who you really are. Accept your true nature. We all have unlimited possibilities. We all have that ability to achieve what we don't think we can. It's mind over matter. It's one thing I learned traveling with Deepak around the world is mind over matter. 
it is really important. The source of all creation is pure consciousness, pure potentiality, seeking expression from the unmanifest to the manifest. When you put your thoughts out there, you're going, the universe has no choice but to bring that back to you. Um, when you realize that your true self is pure potentiality, then you have to align with the power in your mind, in your body, in your thoughts that manifests everything. And then you can do the same. You know, people who manifest. I know a few people that manifest heaps, you know, whatever they want, they manifest, they put it out there first. You have to have a thought first, but then you, some people say, well, I don't know what I want. Well, that's when you have to find out your true nature. The more you experience who you really are, the closer you are to that pure potentiality, that field where all possibilities will happen. Uh, I mean, I moved to this country. My intention was to live here in New Zealand. I came for a visit in 2004, came back to the States. I was living in Seattle at the time, sold everything I owned, came here with four suitcases, didn't really know a soul. I met someone who offered for me to stay in their house um, eight months before when I was visiting. And I did. I said, well, you're going to be sorry. And I did move in with them um, eight months later. But I, I came here all by myself, not knowing what was going on. But I manifested it. Number one, I followed my true nature. That was my true nature. I knew I was supposed to be here. I knew it when I saw it, saw New, New Zealand, because I'd traveled all over the world looking for home. And I found it here. And even to this day, when I drive around, I just, my heart sings. I get tears in my eyes sometimes because I'm where I'm supposed to be. Some of you aren't where you're supposed to be. And I hope this helps you to find where you're supposed to be. Find where your heart sings. Follow that. And the only way to do that is follow your true nature. Be self-referral. That means that your internal side has to be happy not the objects around you. Like, I'll be happy when I get a new car. I'll be happy when I get a new job. I'll be happy when I have a new boyfriend or girlfriend, or I'll be happy when I move to New Zealand. You, It has to be, I am happy no matter where I am and who I'm with because I choose it. And then you have to make sure you're doing what does bring you the happiness. So that's just a little bit um, about the seven laws. And then with each law, I, you know, as Deepak taught me years ago and the book, is that I teach people how to activate that. How do you become, you know, who you really are? What do you have to do to do that? And they're tried and true for centuries. <laughs> so this is nothing new. This is something that has existed for eons. Some of us forget. And that's why you have to have good friends around you, which I do. I'm blessed with wonderful friends, not quantity, but quality. Those friends help me to remind me who I really am. When I veer off the path, they're right there to say, uh, Barbara, remember? And I appreciate that. And I do the same for them. And we should all do that for each other. But make sure you pick out your tribe that are people who think like you and are like you. But once again, you can't do that unless you have you to give to them at the same time that you recognize who your tribe is. You got to know you. So here's to learning who you are, being who you are, living who you are, and having that backup to remind you who you are, whether it be a book, music, nature, a friend, whomever. So let's hopefully to get through whatever's coming to us in this global world that 
the global world that's kind of redundant, but the, whatever the, the world is handing us, the universe is handing us. So I wish you all well. Let me know if you want to do the seven spiritual laws of success. If you live in Toranga, I'm thinking of doing it on a podcast or a Zoom again, something along those lines to reach more people because it's it's a trying time to get out and about. So in Toranga, in Otomotai, I will be teaching it uh, June 16th from 630 to 8 and the 23rd and the 30th, three weeks, three Wednesdays in a row. So I hope to see you or hear from you. If you're interested in the Zoom and you want to be part of it, please let me know. Any way you want to do it, I'm here to, to manifest for people, help them manifest themselves and reach as many people as we can because we're all in this together. We need to help each other. But first, we help ourselves. Take care. Keep in touch. Love to all. Eraha to all.